You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Go Wild. Now, the Go Wild app has added some really cool and exciting functionality to their app. And the first one I want to talk about is the Near Me function. And basically what this does, it allows you to engage and connect with people in your area. You guys can talk about gear. You guys can talk about hunting areas. You guys can talk about what's going on in the woods. And it just allows the users to be more of a community and connect easier. The second part is the gearbox. And what the gearbox is, it is a an opportunity for the users to not only see reviews on products and see what the go wild community is using in the field what products they're using but it also allows you guys to purchase up to 150,000 products there's you, there's a shopping function on it so Check out the Go Wild app. If you haven't downloaded it to your phone yet, you need to, and you can do that at any app store that is currently available. Go Wild. It's an awesome app. Check them out. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Thomas. Today's episode is kind of cool. Got Andy and Micah with me. Is that the cool part? Yep. That's definitely. Sweet. Best part of the show. Best part right of the show. <laughs> um, we have got, I don't know, kind of a cool show. We're we're talking to... It's a Maj Pacha shows is what it is. Yeah. That? That's what it is, yeah. We're talking to three of the five Missouri Elk Lottery winners. And so we're talking to Gene Gilkey... Uh, Sam Schultz and Bill Clark. Yep. Um, and Bill is the landowner draw. Right. Um, yes. So he has a little different perspective than than the rest of them, just for the general purpose, obviously. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, he's going to have the hardest time when it comes to hunting. Yeah. Just, he's he's limited. Because he's limited to his chunk of ground. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, so what we're doing is we're um, we talk to each one of those uh, three guys for about you know twenty thirty minutes a piece. You know, talk about how they found out, how excited they are, maybe what they're planning on doing. Their perspective. Yeah, yep. Different tactics. Different tactics, um, different backgrounds, different stories. You know, I mean, it's cool to hear, you know, Gene just a year ago was diagnosed with cancer. And now well, he's supposed getting to a, be with us. Right. Now he's getting a chance to hunt elk. And, yeah. you know, Sam hunted elk years back uh, out west and is getting the chance again here. And yeah, same all of Bill. them, actually, that we talked to have had some sort of experience, whether – wherever it might be of hunting some type of big game or elk, you know elk right yeah gene's never hunted i don't think from what i remember an elk specifically right but, but he's, he's hunted most of his life yeah right. he's hunted his whole life so yeah. it's pretty cool um we we had fun talking to the different guys kind of living vicariously through them yeah if that's a word we I will think be. i used it right um you know because we didn't get lucky enough so um and we didn't get to talk to all five of them you know not not everybody wanted to to come on uh, is, our show which is cool just so, fine yeah uh, we're we're happy that we got to talk to three of them so and hope y'all yeah we're hoping that they have all have success and that we'll yeah. talk to them when it's over. be more fun to talk to the three of them after it's over about their cool harvest yep so Absolutely. yeah we, we wish them here. nothing but success so anyway i hope you all enjoy it um 
You guys got anything before we start this off? Enjoy the Let's show. Let's roll. Oh, we've got our first one I think we're going to start with is Gene Gilkey. So um, Gene is um, from Liberty, Missouri, I believe, and he will be the first one, and then we'll go from there. So hope you guys enjoy it. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. All right, welcome to the show. Got a good one. We are excited. Uh, this is the first of our uh, elk lottery winners that we will be talking to. Um, so everybody, um, introduce you to Gene Gilkey of Liberty, Missouri. Gene, what's going on? Hey, how are you guys tonight? Doing good. Fantastic. Doing good. Yeah, we're excited to talk to you, dude. Uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing I talk for all three of us when, when I say that we are all jealous of you. That's the first thing I want to say. <laughs> for sure. Well, I... I tell you what, this this is a dream come true for me. I never thought I'd have a chance to elk hunt, let alone elk hunt in my home state. So I'm just, uh, I'm thrilled to be able to get the chance to do it. Yeah, you're one of the first five, man. There's only first five at one time. Yeah, and, and how yeah many there's years? no pressure, but I'm trying to be Hundreds. the first one yep. that takes an elk, too. Hey, so. there you that's, go. That'd be cool. <laughs> but, you know, from the three of us, first off, congrats. That That is totally awesome. Um, you know... We uh, we knew chances weren't great of winning, and five lucky people were gonna to get that opportunity. So it's cool to know that somebody that actually lives relatively close to us was yeah. able to win that. So yeah. Um, so first thing we want to ask you is, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Let people get to know you a little bit. Um, where you're from, um, and to help people get to know you a little more, what is your favorite thing about Missouri and its outdoors? Okay. So, well, my name's Gene Gilkey. Uh, I'm originally from uh, the, the big metropolis of Lawson, Missouri. I spent most of my life there and uh, ended up in Kansas City. I'm in Liberty right now. Um, grew up in North Missouri, uh, hunting, uh, you know, rabbits and, and squirrels when I was a kid and kind of graduated into, as I got older, deer hunting um, and turkey hunting. And when I was a kid, you know, you had to draw a lottery just to get a doe tag in deer hunting. So conservation has brought that program so far. And then this elk hunting thing is just like that. I mean, the conservation department, millions of dollars I know they put in to get reintroduced elk back into Missouri. And, and we're all, I, I'm the first beneficiary because I'm one of the first five. So, uh, you know, you have to thank the MDC for that. But, you know, I've, I've hunted, uh probably for 50 years and i tell you what it's it's a thrill to get a trophy buck or it's a thrill to get a, a big gobbler but you know just being out there i've had so many moments where you just you're in a tree stand and you see a, a raccoon come in with with her kitsch from a night out you know and you see that when you're out there and it just brings you such peace about you know that that's all around us if we just get out there in the woods whether you take an animal or not, if you just get out the woods, out in there, there's just so much to see and enjoy. 100%. Yeah, that's we, we've got that answer quite a bit. I think that's, you know. Yeah, that's usually what everybody says. And, I mean, it's, it's perfect because yep. it's, it's so true. I mean, we all do it for different reasons and stuff, but everybody can agree. Even if you don't have success, you get out there and you experience those things. It, it just it's, it brings so much joy to you. And, I mean, that's one of the main reasons why we all do it yeah yeah 
Yeah. And, you know, you pass it on to your kids. I taught my sons how to deer hunt when they were, you know, 11, 12, 13. And, 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 and then turn around and 20 years later, my oldest son took me turkey hunting. He got in, gotten into it and I'd never done it before. And, but he turns around and then he's showing me how to turkey hunt and taking me your turkey hunting. So, you know, you give to that next generation, but there he's given right back to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So how did you, uh, how'd you find out you got drawn? That's, you know, what were you doing when you found out? <laughs> you know, I was at work and my, and, um, my personal phone rang and I don't answer my personal phone at work and it, I have a, a smart watch. So it came up that it was eminence missouri and just by chance we're going floating in eminence uh this coming weekend so i thought oh there must be a problem with my camping reservations or something so i better call whoever it was back so i get back to my phone and i call them and it rang through to the missouri department of conservation i thought oh i must have dialed the wrong number or something you know so (laughs) i dialed it again and it goes right back to the missouri department of conservation i said well that's odd I don't know anybody at the Missouri Department of Conservation. And uh, so as I'm thinking about it, I look and I've got a voice, uh, an email from uh, the biologist, Jaron Hildreth, and uh, congratulating me on being one of the five people drawn. And I literally jumped up out of my chair in the office and I'm screaming, I won, I won. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me like, I don't know what the old guy won, but he won something, you know. And I'm telling them, I, I got drawn for Missouri's first elk, first elk hunt. And they were just, you're just blankety blank and kidding. And I said, I am not blankety blank and kidding anybody. <laughs> so it was just, uh, and, and I, of course I call my wife and uh, my older son, and uh, who will probably, he'll hunt with me for sure. And I told him, and he said, you're blankety-blank and kidding me, too. <laughs> I said, if I get an elk, I'm going to name him blankety-blank kidding me. That's, <laughs> That's it, awesome. it was just, just such a thrill. Oh, absolutely. So now you found out you got drawn, and you're super excited. So what's your plan going forward? Do you plan on going and doing any scouting or anything along those lines? Because I'm in your bio – uh, it says that you plan on doing the archery and the rifle. So what's your plan moving forward? Yeah. So I'm a, like I said, we're going on a float trip this weekend. That'll be my first actually venture into the area. So I'm going to try to really just try to get my bearings in then archery season. I'm going to hunt both weekends, uh, with a crossbow Okay. and, and mainly for scouting. I mean, obviously if I get a chance at one, I'm going to take it, but I don't really expect to get close enough one with a crossbow. I, it could happen, but really I'm just going to scout for rifle season. And then when rifle season rolls around, I'll hunt all nine days in rifle or, or until I get an elk, hopefully. That makes yeah. sense. Are you going to do any um, – this is especially, you know, for someone who's not been down in the area, it'd be like, you know, sort of like when we go out west, if we go into a new spot, are you going to do any um, Google Earthing, um, stuff like Onyx? Are you going to do any e-scouting? Uh, over the summer yeah. to kind of get yourself ready. Yeah, already. Uh, there's a um, there's a hunting app. Uh, I think it's um, X Hunt, maybe XO. Um, yeah, the, it could be on X. So, yeah, on X. Yep. So. Right, that's it. So my son turned me onto that app. So I went ahead and got that and paid the yearly fee for Missouri. So I've been just kind of overhead scouting, uh, you know. Now, so I'm going down. Like I said, this weekend. And I'm going to take one day, and I've met up with a person down there that'll 
kind of take me around and show me where oh, good. the local people are seeing the elk, you know, on public land. Awesome. Yeah. That, that'd be, uh, I'm going to guess that's probably going to be your most beneficial is that, that local resource. Yeah. I mean, right. You, yeah. You can look all day long on, you know, on X and different things like that, but until you put boots on the ground and talk to people, you're, I mean, that's where, that's where it all comes about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I've met met this guy down there, and he's going to show me like he he travels quite a bit down in that area. He's from down there, and he travels the roads. So he's going to you know show me say hey you know over here and take me to these spots, and then I'll mark him in on X, and mm-hmm. and so at least that I'll formulate my game plan out of where he's telling me he's seeing them. Yeah. So is this somebody you knew before, or somebody that you've re- met through this process? <laughs> Met through the process, actually, it's it's kind of convoluted, but I have an older brother, and when he found out, uh, he he knew a person up here in North Missouri that he used to hunt on this lady's land. Okay. So he gets me in contact with this lady, and so I call her and tell her what's going on, and she didn't doesn't have any land, but she knew some people down there that had, uh, you know, that were locals, had been down there all their life and okay. kind of knew the area. So she turned me on to one of those people. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, and I would think the locals down there, they're probably willing to give a helping hand in this situation. I mean, they know there's only yeah, five people. I, everybody I've talked to, yeah, you know, the, the, the places I'm going to camp and things like that, you tell them, you know, hey, you know, hey, I drew one of those tags, and they're just so excited to speak to somebody that's drawn one of the tags and, and, you know, hey, if there's anything we can do, give us a call. You know, so they've just been really, really helpful down in that area yeah awesome well and now circling back uh, to you so now we read your bio but so you haven't mm-hmm. you haven't hunted elk before in your life right this is going to be a first for you the, this is a first and, and probably my one and only shot oh man i'll tell you what you don't say that because right. you might get the bug and you might be traveling west after that you never know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i might be hitting the high road going to colorado or something exactly yeah well, uh, you know, the last thing I kind of want to ask, you know, and we might have some more questions based on what you talk about, but what is what does this mean to you? I mean, this is some, you know, a guy like you who's never hunted elk, you know, reading your bio, you really probably haven't hunted elk because of the cost involved and, and you know, the travel and stuff. What does this mean to a guy like you who, you know, has never gotten that chance? Uh uh, I tell you what, when th- thinking about about the last year, um, it it's unbelievable. I, I know you guys read my bio, but I um, I had cancer last year and stage four B, and and um, it it was touch and go if I was even going to see Christmas last year. Oh wow. my goodness! And um, well, I'm glad you're so, here with us now. Um, you know, look, it changes you when you go through something like that. I didn't know that I'd ever hunt again. Uh, and then, um, you know, thank God I'm, I'm a hundred percent cancer free now, but just the opportunity to do something that I never dreamed, you know, I, I guess the, the closest thing I can relate it to is I told somebody at work when, uh, Roy Williams left Kansas to coach at his alma mater, much that that was so special and it's it's kind of like that i've always you know kind of wanted to i've told my wife in the past man i'd love to go out west and hunt an elk or a bigghorn sheep but 
I'm I'm just a regular old guy. I'm not a CEO of nothing. I, you know, I'm just paycheck to paycheck like everybody else. And I, I knew I'd never have that kind of money. But, you know, to get this chance, you know, at, at my age, it's it's just words can't describe just the, the joy and, and the, the feeling I get thinking I have this chance to do something that nobody's ever done in Missouri and only five people get the chance this year. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's really special. No, that that really is awesome. I think it. Uh, I mean, it's a perfect story. I mean, right. a year ago you were fighting for your life, based on what you just said to us, which really sucks. And glad you made it, man. That's that's <laughs> yeah. good. Um, I mean, elk at that time don't mean anything, but now that you're you're here and um, still kicking, um, yeah, you, you get to go. Yeah. You know, and hunt. enjoy the. A yeah. majestic animal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just, yeah, I'm, um, and I told my son, you know, of course, he's, my strength's not what it was even a year ago, and I'm, I'm older. I'll, I'll be 60 in a few weeks, so it's not like I'm some bodybuilder that I'm going to go pack out, you know, an elk quarter by myself. I might be able to carry it 10 feet for a picture or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, a photo op dad packing the elk out. But, uh, you know what? I just, I'm going to take, I, I invested in a, just a, renovated gopro and i just i hope to get some elk on that camera that we can take some pictures and it's just for me it's 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 the trip of a lifetime it's something i never thought i'd have the chance to do it it, i mean sure i want to get one but really if i can just see one in the wild it's just going to be a thrill in itself no you're absolutely you're dead right we've we've all been we all go out west elk hunting and the first time I ever saw an elk on the hoof in the wild, my, I mean, my jaw literally dropped, and it was like seeing a, a ghost. Uh, hold on, man. Sorry. That's okay. My bad. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> first time. Uh, i got to figure out how to do do not disturb on that thing. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> uh, first time I ever got to see one in the wild, was, you know, my jaw dropped. It was like seeing this ghost. Uh, oh, wow. So, I mean, it, you really will. It, I mean, I, maybe it's just me, but I don't know about you guys, but the first time you saw an elk, it is something different. I mean, it, it changes you a little bit. It really does. I mean, because more than likely, everybody's driven down the road and seen a whitetail at some point. About but, right. on the way over. Yeah. I mean, you see them almost <laughs> daily. But elk and us being from the Midwest, we don't get that opportunity to see right. them. So once yeah. you actually do see them it it really does it changes you and it i mean it's just they're awesome creatures and to be able to hunt them here in our home state is just extra extraordinary i guess like to the first time for me in the wild my arrow went about uh five feet over its back (laughs) (laughs) a little nervous nervous. it'll happen yeah i tell you what it's just and, and it's like i said earlier you know when i grew up i would go deer hunting and you wouldn't see a buck and so if, if you don't, you know, you don't even have a chance at a doe when I, when I was young, you couldn't even shoot. And then they put the lottery in and you guys probably don't remember that, but you applied in August and for certain areas and it was only good in certain counties. And as the department of conservation brought the herd back, now there's just deer everywhere, but I can still remember that first white tail. I ever even got a chance to shoot. And it was just so, it still sticks out. And that's been over 30 years ago. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're growing up, you don't even have the chance. 
and that's the way this elk is. You know, I, I never dreamed I would have a chance to go elk hunting, much less to go elk hunting within, you know, two or 300 miles of my home. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. And now, now talking about the hunting, have you can, are you going to change up as far as your gear goes different than what you do whitetail? I mean, like, I know a lot of people around here, they run like muck boots or something like that. Have you thought about what kind of gear you're going to be using down there while you're hunting them? Oh yeah. I've just, I mean, I've rethought it 20 times, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, as, as, uh, yeah, I've got, I use like a muck boot when I hunt in the winter because they're warm, but I don't hike that far. So I've, I've invested in some, some hiking boots that are, you know, thermal, uh, down to like 20 below or whatever it is. So I have invested in some gear. Uh, I'm going to use just a, uh, 30 out six of Brownie and that's what I shoot whitetail with. Yeah. Um, I, I'll, I'll probably up the grain of the bullet to 180. Uh, I usually shoot a 150, but I don't like, I went and bought a backpack because we go to the deer stand and, and hunt all day. Well, I've never been out here in the woods actually pursuing an elk and hiking through the woods to find, you know, find them. So right. that's all going to be going to be hiking through the woods instead of just going up and sitting in a stand and waiting for them to come by. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. have you thought about your game plan as far as calling? Are you going to try bugling at them? Are you going to cow call? What, what, have you thought about any of that yet? You, you, well, yeah, I've ordered some. Uh, I've ordered some cow calls, some mouth, call, mouth calls in the in the, the tube uh, for bugling. Uh, I'm no good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear those guys on TV, and I watch it. I don't know if you know that. Like, his name's Randy Newberger. Newberg. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Everybody knows and I I watch him. And when I was sick last year, I found him. You know, I was I was recuperating at home. And I found him, and I thought, man, that's really interesting. So I kind of got on his website and found the calls he uses. And thought, Surely I can. But that mouth call, man, it's a killer. I, <laughs> I can't. Mine sounds more like kind of a dying bird than an elk. <laughs> well, they all do. They all start somewhere, man. I mean, yeah. just keep hey, blowing on it. <laughs> that's what I told my My wife says, you're not very good. I said, the first three days, I couldn't even get it to make sound. So come on, I've got to do something. So you're a fan of those uh, those those videos then those youtube videos oh yeah yeah i've um i've watched that uh randy i've watched i think he's had seven or eight seeds and yeah. i i just just went through them uh i i like him he hunts you know blm land you know and and uh I, he's really of course i i just see him on tv it could all be an act but he seems like a sincere hunter that has the right values oh yeah yep, absolutely another you, one you i know, bet I, you would really enjoy uh sorry to cut you off my bad another no, no. one you would really enjoy uh especially in the next couple months getting you pumped up for this we okay. all we all really enjoy uh it's called born and raised land of the free so they okay. have two seasons i think land of the free okay. seasons or three. is it three three, three seasons and they oh man it it's some fun some fun hunting i think it's all on youtube yep yeah. uh, but okay. if you just if you just search born and raised they they okay. hunt with Randy and and Corey Jacobson. Okay. Um, well, maybe not Randy. I know Corey Jacobson and some different okay. guys. It it's fun to watch. So if you enjoy those YouTube videos, they're good. Corey Jacobson, another one to watch. Yep. Um, there's there's some really good ones out there that we're probably forgetting too. But yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. I uh, I watch Randy on there. You know, one of the things that 
you know, I said he just seems like an ethical hunter, but I heard him say on, and I don't even remember what he was pursuing. Maybe it was an elk, but he had uh, he had shot the animal and wounded it. And uh, as I remember, he never did find it, but he had like three or four more days to hunt. And he said on camera, he said, "I will not shoot another animal. I I have to find that one or spend the seat." And I thought, you know what? A lot of guys that miss, especially a big time tv hunter he could turn around and just shoot another one and nobody would know you know but but he made that statement and that you know that that's the kind of values that that hunters should have it, it, a sense of ethics and pride in what they do without a doubt 100 percent agree with you absolutely without a doubt yeah well i'll tell you what anything we can do to help you i mean we're not pros <laughs> <laughs> But we do we do help hunt. So I mean, if there's anything, I mean, you've got my number and and stuff like that. We um, we don't live too far away either. We can we can okay. definitely try to help you out whatever you need uh, to get ready. And hell, if if you need help packing something out, I guess I'll drive down and help you out if you really need it. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, I, I, say, I think like we'd that. all love to be part of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. I really appreciate it, guys. Uh, I may I may take you up on it because. Uh, I know nothing about it other than I, what I see on TV, and that's uh, that's not like putting feet on the ground and actually actually taking that shot. So I may take you up on it. Hey, worst thing you can do is wander around aimlessly for nineteen. Is it eighteen days? I think it's eighteen. Days. Uh, yeah. Worst thing you can do is days. wander around eighteen days aimlessly, and you might you're eventually going to run into something. So, honestly, I don't even think that's the worst thing. That's <laughs> yeah. might, be, might be pretty good strategy. <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah, June. There could be worse things in life than being out in Missouri's nature for 19 days, right? Yep, especially in October and December, man. So, right, right. Well, like I said, we congrats on, on drawing. We're super excited for you. Um, we wish you nothing but the best. We hope you bring something home. Um, and, we, uh, and we want to talk to you whenever you do have oh, success. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, if, if yeah. you're down for it, we'd love to talk to you after your hunt, too, and see how everything went. Even if you didn't kill something, I think it'd be a fun. Talk about your experience. Yeah, I think it would be okay. fun. So I'd love it. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Well, glad that, you know this tag went to went to somebody who really appreciates it and really you know takes the Missouri outdoors for for what it is and puts value um, you know on, on what's what's going on here. So so thank you for that. Thank you for you know appreciating what what's going on here. Yeah, okay. yeah. I I appreciate all you guys are doing. All right. Are right, you guys got anything else? I'm good. All right. Congrats again, Gene. Good luck. Thank you so much. All right, so that's uh, the short clip with Gene Gilkey. So uh, thank you to Gene for coming on and um, talking with us. Uh, we wish Gene best of luck. the best of luck. Um, seems like a great guy and happy that he's doing better and healthy now. Um, and we will get into uh, the next person we're talking to is Sam Schultz. Um, Sam is sort of like us. Um, yeah. He's been hunting his whole life, a uh, big bow hunter, went out west to colorado some years back and harvested a bull and uh with a bow i believe and so we're going to talk to him so next up is sam schultz enjoy the talk all right next guest we got sam schultz sam did i say that correctly yep sam schultz all yep. right we got sam schultz uh one of our lucky elk lottery winners again uh here to talk to us about um you know winning the winning the lottery literally right literally the lottery uh i hear that often I sure played the lottery is what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes this one might be a little better off than the other lottery, I, I would say. I, I mean, think the odds are a little better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, I guess they are a little better 
seems how I, I won one, but I mean, yeah, the other people, they don't, <laughs> they don't think so. Right. <laughs> sure. Well, first off, man, we want to say congrats. Um, why don't you, before we get in, into, you know, all the details here, why don't you just introduce yourself, you know, tell folks where you're from, um, and then like I'm doing with all the, the different uh, guys and gals, why don't you just kind of tell us what your favorite thing about the Missouri Outdoors is? Sure. Um, I live in a little town called Winfield, Missouri. I would say it's about 50 miles north of St. Louis, right along the Mississippi River, or 60 miles south of Hannibal. Okay. Um, I, uh, I'm a union carpenter. been that for an extremely long time. And uh, as far as the uh, Missouri outdoors, I, I don't know what there's not to love about it. Got to, uh, I mean, you can do about whatever you want here now, especially now that elk are in it. Including yeah. I mean, elk. Including, yeah. <laughs> it's easy for me to say that because <laughs> I, I, I was able to uh, <laughs> get a test. So. Right. Yeah. No, but, that's, uh, that's, you're exactly right. That's, I think it's cool to ask that question. Although I, I need to think of other stuff to ask because I pretty much get that same answer. You know, I love right. everything. I mean, it, which is the right answer. I mean, there's nothing not to love about the outdoors in this state. So you're you're 100 percent right. Um, what uh, one thing we we've asked we're going to ask all the different guys we talked to. How did you find out? What were you doing when you found out that you won the the drawing? Uh, actually, I was at work. I was pulling over to another job site when I got the call and I typically don't answer numbers that I don't recognize mm -hmm. and I have no I don't know why I did but I answered that time so uh, I pulled over side and I answered at first I really thought it was uh wasn't sure of a joke or not <laughs> I, I, I have some pretty like... cruel friends you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so even after I talked to her, I still didn't really say anything to anybody. Only told one or two people because, like I said, I needed uh, verification. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get it. That's awesome. Why the hell did I not think to do that to one of you oh, guys? Oh man, you would have had me for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. God, that's stupid. Uh, of me. Because because it was like two weeks before the actual. Uh, day when you say you can check mm -hmm. is when oh. I found out and I had mentioned something to my uncle who reminded me to put my tag in because I only had a couple days left and I forgot about it and he reminded me and I said something to him and he said well they don't find out till July 1st and that really made me think I'm like oh okay here we go <laughs> yeah somebody's screwing with us yeah that's exactly what I thought yeah that's cool so how excited are you man I mean uh I mean we read your bio a little bit in the uh in the press release, I guess you'd call it, that MDC put out. Um, how excited are you for this? Well, I, like like uh, like when I talked to you a, a few weeks ago, right? I'm I'm extremely excited, but it feels like now, like uh, the whole world's watching it. So now you got to uh, perform. You know what I mean? <laughs> I bet I bet it's a little nerve wracking thinking sure. that I am one of five or one of four other people, one of five, I guess, and. If I don't get one, I mean, I guess that's a lot of pressure. I didn't even think of it that way. You know, you think that's a good point. You think, I mean, yeah, I got it. No big deal. If I get one, I I, I get it. If not, whatever. But yeah, you're one, one of five people. You think your odds are pretty good. So I guess you kind of have to perform. So <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I, I wouldn't, you know, let yourself 
have that pressure. I mean, yeah, you've been hunting your like your bio says for over thirty years, and that's what hunting yeah. is. It's not always about killing something. It's it's about experiencing something. And I mean, you you have been elk hunting based on your your bio, so you know you know what it's like to see one of those animals in the wild. And it's not always about the kill. And obviously, yeah, you want to perform and you want to be successful because you're not going to get the opportunity for at least ten more years after this year. Uh. Not in this state, anyways. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, sure. uh, you know, I mean, you're going to have fun. I can promise you that. And I think that's what matters most. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my, my wife's already, hey, we need to get down there and do some camping and start doing <laughs> scouting, you know, and she don't even hunt. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got anybody, so. any friends going to tag along? or? Um, my, actually, my my middle boy, he just turned 15. He was uh, He put in for it, too, and he already like, I'm going. I'm filming. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm not going to take a giant crowd. You know, it's going to be me right. and one other person at the most. There you go. Yeah, uh, that's the best way to know. do it. Do you guys remember we, we had Aaron Hildreth, the uh, the elk biologist, on with MDC, Sam, uh, yeah. when they announced the season? And he told us the story about this kid that drew in Kentucky when they first started doing it, and he had like 20 people with him. <laughs> and it's like yeah. this giant crowd of people walking through the woods <laughs> yep. but um so i mean teach their own but that's probably not the best idea when you're right. trying to harvest an animal <laughs> right um and you know and i'm going i really i'm a bow hunter that's what i love to do so i gotta get them a little closer than you know, yeah. 150 yards so <laughs> for sure yeah right so ha- having hunted before uh i didn't what type of tactics? I mean, are you going to kind of approach the same way you did your Colorado hunt, or or uh, was it Colorado? Uh, that, yeah, it, okay, yeah, Colorado. Were, it was Colorado. Yeah, yep, down in Colorado. Yeah, have you thought um, about how you're going to approach things? Well, I, I would say I'm going to start out trying to approach things the way I did in Colorado, kind of uh, locate them and, and maneuver around however it works. You know, if it takes a full day to get where you need to be to get on them, then that's the way it is. Right. We'll see how well it works here, you know. But uh, I don't know. I got to put my. I got to do my homework for sure, and yeah. and see what the best best options are. But uh, I would say I'm gonna I'm gonna lean that way, you know. Yeah. Find them and then do what I got to do to get around to them to where I think they're going or right. However it works. Yeah. You hinted that your wife was uh, saying that you need to get down there and stuff. So do you plan on uh, going and doing some pre-trip scouting and stuff, I assume? Yeah. Have you ever been down to that area before or anything? I mean, you're you're quite a ways from it. Well, so so they range, you know, I like like I told you the other day, I, I've never listened to podcasts in my life. And I actually listened to your guys' the other day, the two that you had about elk hunting. Nice. And, they do um, exist. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, and, um, so they range from where he, what, uh, Aaron was saying, you know, from the Peck Ranch over to Eminence, Ellington area. We actually had a place down in El- uh, Ellington, down by Clearwater Lake forever. Okay. So I'm familiar, but I've never been in the Peck Ranch. Right. Or over in there. So I know what the country's like. I've, I've ran around it chasing turkeys, so... Right so you on. got a pretty good, pretty good step up there. I mean, if you find a turkey down there, you find it elk before. So you, uh, yeah, sounds you, like you got a pretty good start there. Yep. Yeah. Right. I and I, the, my uh, father-in-law actually has his brother lives down in that area, and, and you know, so he knows it a little bit too. And 
which any any information would help at this point, you know. Right. Oh yeah, take what you can get. Sure. <laughs> right. Definitely. And I think don't turn anything down. <laughs> yeah. Not that other people can't be successful. I mean, we talked to Gene Gilkey uh, as well, one of the other guys that drew, and you know he's got a good game plan as well. But you know, having hunted elk before, you understand, and you've done it in, in Colorado, so it's obviously a little bit different terrain, sure. But you understand what it takes. Uh, you might have even bugled and called and stuff like that to him back back when you did that. So you understand what it takes, and you can take those experiences and use them. You know, here in your your first five chance. I mean, you know, you got this, and then ten years you get to sit out. <laughs> so. Right. Uh, <laughs> And that's at the minimum, right? I mean, uh, and if you uh, sit out ten years and then draw again, I'm I'm going to be jealous of you again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to buy you be, a lottery uh, ticket. Yeah. Right, that'd be uh, I'd be extremely lucky for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, but um, what about gear? Do you plan what kind of? Uh, you said you bow hunt, so uh, you going in there light and fast, or you plan on maybe camping somewhere, or how do you plan on doing that? Uh, I'll definitely camp down there, you know, and hopefully I don't need a full week, but you know how it goes. I might need sure. all nine days. <laughs> um, so I, I'm, I'm going to be a little more prepared than I was in Colorado. You know, in Colorado, I was still, hell, I was in my twenties, you know, but I, I didn't know any different, you know, and I went down a regular old backpack, had my stuff in it, you know, <laughs> but that's not worth fagging out elk and I can tell you that, especially right. when you got a mile mile hike but you know you get it you know i was fortunate enough i called that elk in i shot him at eight steps oh wow, so, wow. yeah so they're right on top of you a big animal but uh right after that's when the work begins yes <laughs> yeah then you sure. go wait where the hell am i gonna put this meat <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so you know and i just happened to be by myself so oh, man. you know and i i had to skin it quarter it hang it in trees and, and then get all the way back to camp where my brother and my uncle and them were, and then, then they followed me back out there. I don't know, it was about a mile away to help me get it out, but it was a, it's a day process. No doubt. Yes. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you're by yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been part of it with, you know, different people that have harvested in the groups, and it they're, you're not lying. I mean, if you get one early in the morning, you're still not getting back to camp till dark, usually. Yep, I mean, and that's pit- exactly what happened to me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm glad it was in the morning. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, it, it wouldn't be no fun doing all that stuff in the dark. That's for sure. Right. So back when you harvested your bull in Colorado, you said you had a backpack. So I'm guessing it wasn't a backpack that was a, uh, you know, had a meat packing abilities. I mean, I know you can throw stuff in, no. the, in the bag. It was a, uh, it was a, uh, it was a deer hunting backpack. You sure. know what I mean? Yep. Like a uh, whitetail hunting. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, anything more than that. Yeah. It's everything I need in it, but it, other than uh, a way to pack that elk out. So has that experience made you think about buying something that'll pack meat here? If, you know, I don't know how deep you're going to end up being, but, you know, if you do get a couple miles back there, you're going to get something that is a little more packable with meat? Well, fortunately, over time, you know, I got a lot of friends that own a lot of good equipment <laughs> I can use if necessary, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's good. <laughs> Yeah. So. <laughs> That's how we right, kind of all started. First guys, they they went out the first few times, realized, hey, this stuff ain't going to work. And so they started buying and 
you know, getting extras. And so then the new guys come along, hey, you can use this one so you don't have to go buy it. And it works out yeah. that way pretty good, actually. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, absolutely. You, you could spend a small fortune, uh, you know, if buying stuff that you might only use once in 10 and, years. And so. we definitely all have. <laughs> and we, we do. Have, <laughs> we have oh, all been yelled at yeah. multiple times by our wives about all the stuff yeah. that we do spend. So. Right. Why do you need that one also? <laughs> you know? Yep, yep. And <laughs> it's weird, the, the excuse, because I do, never works. <laughs> yeah. No, it hasn't yet, anyways, right. <laughs> uh, I can understand that, though. So, yeah. Well, dude, we're, I mean, we're super ex- excited for you. I mean, we hope that you you uh get the chance to at least see something and obviously harvest but um you know we just we were excited to be able to talk to you and and see how you're kind of thinking about doing this um we'd even love i mean if you want to after your your hunt's over it'd be cool to talk to you and see how it went you know even if you didn't get something how'd it go what'd you see what'd you not see you know uh that sort of cool stuff because what i think's cool about this deal is there's only first five once ever right like you're always i mean when 100 years from now when you're we're all dead and gone your name's going to be in there as one of the first five people in the state of missouri that got to hunt hunt elk in almost what 150 years it was like 180 or something something like that i can't remember now long time that's pretty freaking cool oh absolutely yeah it's definitely uh you know and i and and I think that's why my wife's more excited than me. I never, I don't look at it like that. I'm just looking at it like, man, I get an opportunity to hunt these in the state, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whether I'm the first five or the, the last five, you know. Yeah, it was chances just, of chance, I'm, yeah. I'm glad they were able to bring them back, and, it, and it's working. Yeah, right. no more doubt. Than, you know. Well, you're probably looking at it the right way. If you look at it the way I just explained it, where it's this, you know, big thing, which it is, you, you put more pressure on yourself like you talked about at the beginning. Sure. So you probably shouldn't look at it that way until it's all done, <laughs> and then you can be like, "Damn, I did something." <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. yeah, I'm a lucky then you son can of a bitch. Your story, how you need to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. So you mentioned you're going for the archery pro- portion mainly. Your bow hunter. Heaven forbid something doesn't work out there, you don't get anything. Are you going to go rifle season, or are you going to use your bow during rifle season? What would your 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 plan be there? Um. I, I'm definitely going to go rifle season, and I believe that's it'll be. I don't know. I'm curious on how much they're going to change from October to December. Right. Yeah. You know. You know. Then I, I think that'll be a last minute decision. Like, how am I take my bow, or I better better yeah. stick with the rifle. You know. Yeah. Especially when it gets close to the end. If I hadn't, and. Uh, you know, got anything or not, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I assume you probably plan on calling and doing all that, that first portion, correct? Yeah, that's that's my plan. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I mean, the so, way Aaron talked, I would definitely. Yeah. yeah I mean, they I mean, scream I was, their heads off, and they yeah. they don't really know hunting pressure, at least to them right now. So I, I would think they're going to be decently yeah. easy to call, you know, if, if you don't sound like a dead squirrel, which <laughs> all of us do, right? Right, <laughs> right. But, well, I, I wondered, and, and I don't know this to be, I, I have no proof of anything, but I wonder how many people actually go down there and mess with them, calling and stuff, right. practicing before they head to Colorado. And, That's a good question. I didn't think you of know, that. <laughs> yeah. No, not that uh, that's here nor there, but still, i I just curious if that does happen, you know, if they, if they understand it a little more than what we may think. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I know Aaron, you know, Aaron Hildreth, the uh, MDC elk biologist, um, I know he, when we had him on, we asked him about, you know, do they, are they vocal? And he acted like they just scream for, you know, months, for a few months, um, which is awesome. Uh, I, I drove through Peck Ranch a long time ago in the middle of summer, um, and there were lots of people there trying to check them out. So yeah, I'm sure they, they get messed with, and there's people that, you know, hunt those national forest areas and things like that. So I'm sure they do get messed with. So, I mean, it might be something that you might not be as it might not be shooting fish in a barrel like we're all thinking <laughs> yeah because right. that's what hunting is yeah all right yeah <laughs> right right we all have that that perfect vision where you know day one we walk in we throw this bugle out and it comes running right to our plate and we put an arrow in it at 10 yards and yeah. pick it up by the road right that's that's how mm-hmm. it's supposed to work yeah right <laughs> i mean that's that's textbook right there that's what we want but <laughs> I, I hope it's that easy <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I, I sure. I mean, I, I would hope the same thing for you, but uh, the textbook never is correct. Never works that way, does it? No. Yeah, it, yeah very rarely. <laughs> At least not for me, it doesn't. <laughs> so it sounds like your, your your son's pretty excited as well to get tag along and experience that kind of kind of first Missouri. I mean, is he he pretty pumped? I take it. Yeah, he 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 is. He's. Uh, I mean, hopefully in the next 10 years he gets drawn and I can go with him. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> That'd be cool, yeah. <laughs> that would be – I think I'd be more excited that way than being <laughs> able to get drawn, you know, this this way. Right. Yeah. It's understandable. No, that's that's awesome. For you guys sure. got something, anything else for Sam? Just Sam, like luck. I said, we just – we really appreciate you coming on and we wish the best of luck to you. It's – uh, I mean, we're rooting for all five of you guys – to to harvest something because um while we're jealous that you didn't win sure or that we didn't win (laughs) um you know we still we 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 want you all to be able to to uh bring something home and if you don't at least really enjoy your time you know that that's what matters most if you you get to spend those 18 days in the wilderness hopefully seeing animals that's that's what matters most so if you if you at least have fun that, that I guess that's a win, isn't it? Absolutely. I, I don't think that'll be an issue. I'm pretty sure I'll have fun. There you go. No doubt. Awesome. All right. You guys got anything? I'm good. Sam, got anything else you want to say to anybody? Uh no, I'm good. All right. Appreciate dude. you guys calling. No, we appreciate oh, you coming you. on. Thank you. Good luck to you. Wish you the best of luck. Thank you guys. All right, we'll see you. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening to us with Sam. That was a good one. Yeah, it was. The other one. Yeah. Uh, so good luck, man. Absolutely. Um, I yeah. mean, I, I we're going to say this after every single one, but <laughs> good luck to him. Hope um, the best. Yeah, wish for the best. We hope to talk to him after it's over. Right. I'm just glad it's going. I mean, these tags are going to people who have the passion for it. You know, both of these two guys, I think, are, you know, it means something a little bit different, but it's still very special to them. These tags are going to people that are actually going to hunt. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm, what I'm trying to get right. at. Yeah, so um, thanks for coming on, Sam. Seemed like a really cool guy. Um, I think he's from the St. Louis side of the state, if I remember correctly. So um, best of luck. Next we have Bill Clark. Uh, Bill will be the landowner tag uh, lottery winner, and um, we will get into it with Bill. All right. On the the line, we've got Bill Clark with us. Bill, how's it going? It's going pretty well today. Thanks for coming on with us, bud. Yes, sir. Yeah, Bill is the... uh one that drew the landowner's tag yep 
So this is exciting stuff. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, we're excited to talk to you. Um, before we get into it, why don't you just introduce yourself, uh, tell the folks, um, I think you might be retired, but tell the folks maybe what you did for a living back in the day and um, what is your favorite thing about the Missouri outdoors, other than elk hunting, since that will, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, today, uh, of course, I'm, I'm getting close to 80 years old, and uh, I have hunted in the past. I've hunted elk in the Rockies and uh in three states and been successful out there I've, i hunted back before guides were really needed for out-of-staters and uh you know kind of on my own and then uh, my wife has hunted with me in wyoming we've hunted around encampment in that area and down in the forest south good and so uh uh, I've I've had one trip to Alaska moose hunting. Oh, cool. oh that's awesome! When I was a lot younger, uh, back when when uh, my age didn't hold me back, and because that was very c complex hunts, that all of those were in uh, in the McKinley area and on the Susitna River, and uh, you know put in with the airplane and all that and pack oh. in and. It's quite an experience, and for a young guy that, that's got his beam and bigger with him, I recommend it uh, strongly. Uh, it's that sounds it, like a dream uh, hunt right there. Yeah, yeah. That's well, it kind of is, and and particularly uh, early on in my life because it it really gave me a I think a better taste for the outdoors and the environment and uh, different environments, many different ones, and I. Of course, I live in Van Buren, Missouri, and so pretty pretty close to the Peck Ranch. Yeah, and uh, and have land here. And my wife and I came here because we're we're not tree huggers, but we don't cut them unless they're unless they're about ready to fall. And right. because we love the environment and we love what goes with this region, this region is is a fantastic area for. Uh, being, you know, for what it's done in the way of environment and and in particularly the service, the you know the animal, the deer mm -hmm. and animals, they brought them all back, and they're trying to really establish some pre-settlement kinds of ideas here about wildlife and and of course the environment in general. We're close to the current river, and that that really has helped immensely as uh, I believe the whole cause of environmentalism and wildlife management. We, we have issues with wildlife management. There's constant <laughs> challenge mm -hmm. and um, predation is not a serious issue not around here at times, but uh, some years, you know, we have, 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 turkeys and some years we don't for example right yeah and i'm not as hard a hunter as i used to be because you know, i've tasted a lot of wild game and i like it all <laughs> you know save everything that's what an environmentalist does anyway i believe yep I, I think waste nothing want for nothing and and we actually started the support of the program here because 
I really believe in that whole concept of adding to the environment what was here in pre-settlement days, if possible. Yeah. There's just children and, and youngsters can only see so many pictures. Eventually, they don't get it unless it's close. And I believe the people in Missouri and even some of the surrounding states have a little gem in the ocean floating here because we can see all kinds of wildlife and in environmental conditions of all kinds right here. Yeah. And and they're real. You know, understand what I mean? Yep. I, I've we we bird watch. We do everything that you would in this kind of environment, and you and we love it. I mean, and that's frankly, why Missouri's so great. Yeah, it's the, all those opportunities. Missouri's really got a lot to offer. Yes. Yeah, now great. I've hunted north. I've, I've hunted up north Moberly in past years on deer, mm-hmm. and and had a draw hunt up there years ago, and so, uh, but this area in the Ozarks really is just supreme. It it's accessible. It's not like a lot of area other areas in the lower and the southern Ozarks in Arkansas and down in Oklahoma. But some of those mountains down in there are, are really tough mm-hmm. and access to the region can be tough. But we've got everything that anyone <laughs> could desire to see right here. And when the elk program uh thoughts came out the first thing i did was hop in the truck and go to kentucky and i wanted to because we knew it was going to happen here i mean around the peck ranch that Mm -hmm. was the plan and so and just tried to get an idea of what they were going through from an environmental standpoint they have they had a lot of advantages in their program but this, they don't have any better environmental advantages than we have right here. And right. sure. We're, that's why we're, I'm really excited about the elk program. And, and frankly, we joked around about it. My neighbor and I joked about it. We, we put in our four-hour drawing, and I thought there'd be a lot of people in the draw in this area, and there, there weren't very many. And I think some of the people here are kind of like me. They're a little bit spoiled. We we get to see the animals at times of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it varies quite a bit. But don't necessarily see them in the summer so much. But we will see them when they're moving into the park a lot. And, um, and particularly on the north end of the park, you see a lot more than you actually do right here. But we put in for the draw, not expecting uh necessarily to be picked but to support the program yeah you know whatever it takes to support the program we've got land here and we're in the in the elk region and we're on the boundary you know i'm just a mile and a half from the park on the myself and so um you know we improved the land we did a little bit with our glades and uh have been steadily working at it for the last six seven years and uh just and it's really helped the, I think the deer population a little bit, and it, uh, it's helped the sightings. Uh, you know, I've got a lot of pictures of of uh, elk at various times of year. One year didn't get any pictures, you know, because it varies quite a bit. Is that using and, game cameras uh, or just from you? I mean, to actually yeah, taking pictures. Exactly, yeah. I'll use game cameras. Okay, a lot, and uh, 
So then I'll go out and go ahead. I was just going to ask, how long have you guys been in that area? How long have you lived there? Uh, we've had this property, oh, about 25 years. Oh, I retired here and uh, to this area because we really bought it of living here when we retired. Okay. And um, so... Um, I'll tell you, and, just listening and, to you for the first couple minutes, Bill, um, we were yes. already we were already jealous of you, and then you started talking oh. about hunting in Alaska. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That <laughs> now, did it. Now we're well, more jealous of you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. This area has so much to offer. Uh, you know, it, and, and a lot of guys, when they're young, they really, and I did, really fancy, you know, a sheep hunt somewhere you know, in Utah or down in down in New Mexico, and uh, and I did. You know, I, mm-hmm. I did that. I went to old Mexico and things like that when I was young. But I, you reach a point in your life where, you know, you start looking around. You know, slow down a little bit and yeah. you yep. start yep. thinking of thinking about in, environmentalism in a in a broad sense. If you're a hunter, if you you know you're going to do that and and here we are in the Ozarks. I I have the satisfaction right here with this elk program uh, to be able to uh, have flashbacks actually <laughs> of yeah. hunts. But I just think about all the young people that will never get a chance to do one of those hunts. And guess what? They don't necessarily need to to drop. A, a few big bills mm-hmm. on a hunt in the Rockies. It's a, that's a, that's serious folding money these days. Oh. And here we have it right here. You can for get, sure. come in for picture day over at the over in the Peck Ranch area, and uh, and see all the elk you want, and see them in their natural environment. And and so I'm I'm overwhelmed by what the state of Missouri has done. You know, through DNR, of course, and Department yeah. of Conservation, because they're they're working on the environment. And guess what? They're working on pre-settlement conditions too. Yeah. I think and what I surprises think me. I'm a salesman for that. I think that's <laughs> me too. A big deal. Do you find? You know, uh, I mean, obviously, you live down there, and I'm sure you got a group of people you talk to. Do you find that most of the people down there are supportive of the program, or do you find some? Find it negative, yeah. yeah, resistance in it. I think they're broadly supportive, and the they everybody wants to be drawn, and I regard this as an honor. Uh, Absolutely, to, yeah. To represent the hunters here and and do the do the hunt correctly and do it right, mm-hmm. and and set an example if possible. Now. I must admit that that's only been the last few years I've felt that vigorous about the issue. Yeah. But this program is a huge boon to this area. Yeah. It's, oh, I think so. And, and a I'm, lot of people, the, the, a lot of people have put themselves out on a limb to make this program work, and I'm not going to do anything but help them. Yeah. Period. Right. And I don't think it would have been. I don't think the program would have gotten off the ground had they not had the support of the, <coughs> local the surrounding landowners. local landowners down there. And, well, sure. you know, sure. that I, we talked one of our first episodes when we talked about the possibility of the elk season 
and one of the uh, one of the things I remember one of us saying I don't remember which one when they talked about reintroducing the elk about 10 years ago the one of the first thoughts I had was okay that's cool but I'm never gonna have the opportunity we wouldn't see maybe it. my right. kids will someday and I cannot believe that not even 10 years later I think they reintroduced them in 11 yeah. technically in yes sir so yep. not even 10 years later here we are five people not not a lot but five people are gonna have the opportunity to hunt elk in our state and what I think's cool about it, Bill, is not to put any pressure on you, but you're one of the first five ever. There's only one you know, first, that, yeah. In the first, in the last 150 years or whatever it is since the the elk have been in in Missouri, that will get the opportunity to to hunt them. I think that's uh, pretty awesome. Well, how did how did you find out um, about about what about getting drawn? Did did you get a phone call, an email? How did how did yeah, you I find out? And what call. was your reaction? My first reac- reaction was, "What number did you dial?" <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, or, you know. I, I, first thing I said is, "Who is this?" And uh, and uh, I almost hit the hit the kill button on the phone because <laughs> uh, I had no idea that you know putting in the ten bucks to do the draw would actually succeed. Um, and I'm still kind of in shock about it because, uh, well, you know why. Uh, I believe in what this area has to offer. I believe in the program, and I'm a proponent. Yep. There are there. You'll find naysayers anywhere, and uh, but I, I don't deal with them. <laughs> I have no interest in that. I have interest in environmental and and animal life. Mm-hmm. and uh, and whatever it takes to keep them healthy. Yeah, yep, for sure. You know, and I think this hunt, I would have ex- expected some, the department to even consider uh, uh, thinning the older animals because these animals have done quite well. I'm, surp- I'm just shocked that they have adapted to the the forage and to all the conditions that the de- just like the deer have yeah and because there were issues with the we know that there were quite a few issues in Kentucky and and, and probably some serious issues here mm-hmm. but I'm blind to those because I'm in the middle of it right yeah so I I don't see that I see this natural progression and improvement of the program. That's what I see. Well, hopefully and, you can help out and take one of those big old bulls out of uh, <laughs> yeah out of the herd. Well, there, you know? <laughs> you're on to something. There you I go. Was, I was actually told to take the biggest, stinkiest. You know, you understand right. where I'm going. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Get one of the big ones. And, and now, in past years, we've seen some nice elk here. I mean, you know, they actually have the confirmation of the Rocky Mountain elk. And... Uh, and they are beautiful animals. I, I'm oh, always yeah. at all when I see them. I've never changed since I was young. And uh, I I have a bad habit of glassing them and and, uh, and putting the scope on them in, uh, in past years and just leaving it stuck on the arm, just looking. Yep. Because, yeah. because I'm, I'm in awe of the animal itself. Yeah. And 
they are different. The elk are unique, even though they're deer. We know that. And I can't tell you how many deer I put in the freezer in my life. But <laughs> but I will say, these are different, and they offer a, a facet yep. to the wildlife and to the environment that is nowhere else yeah. in the state. And it, I'm just blessed to be living here, and uh, I'm glad to have the opportunity to uh, to get one of those big old ones. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and tri- help a little bit. They, it would, it would, I think the people of Missouri ought to be really proud that the state has, is not hiring hunters to come in and thin their herd. No, I, yeah. That, and I, and obviously that's what the drawing is about. Mm-hmm. And to help other hunters come in and, uh, do the necessary thinning. Now I admit they're they're kind of tiptoeing into this program because who who knows what's going to happen. There's a lot of unknowns there, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, this tons time. of unknowns and tons, maybe tons of risk. Now, I've talked to some of the people in the state of Oklahoma when they put them down the Washtenaw Mountains, and uh, uh, I lived there quite a few years in the past, and. Um, and hunted over in Arkansas too. Boy, boy, they there have been big issues, and they have their elk acclimatized to an area that's very difficult mm-hmm. yeah. to tend. Their the tending of the animals is during the early phases is very difficult. Yeah. And here we have the blessing of <laughs> you know an environment that just is fantastic to support them. And no wonder they were so popular with the natives who mm-hmm. lived here many years ago. I've got a lot of books here about. Well, they're delicious. About, <laughs> yeah. well, well, they're gigantic. That. Yeah, they knew what they they're were doing. They're very careful. You yeah, know, you look at uh, an elk people. and a deer, and you go, let's see, this one weighs 700 pounds, this one weighs 150. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, boy. Yeah. But those people, the early settlers here, and then the. I'm talking about native people, uh, pre-settlement. Uh, they worship the elk, mm-hmm. and and they did it for a reason, uh, because in this region with old growth forest, you know, you in even in these hills in the Ozarks, you could see a mile under the trees. I mean, there were big yeah. trees; they were spread out, uh, wide open, kind of wide open spaces, and uh, and people forget that in their obviously. The region yeah. is not old growth forest anymore, except in very, very few places. Mm-hmm. And uh, and those ought to be jealously guarded, I say, by the people of Missouri because these big there's some big oak trees here that are thirty, forty feet around. Yeah. And I'm not gonna tell you where they are. <laughs> <laughs> we don't blame don't you there. You're gonna have to find <laughs> them. And uh, and for obvious reasons. Yeah, you know, once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. We don't want them carved in. We don't want, you know, we we really think the environment's an important issue. I keep I've said the word environment already so many times, but this is my life. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm really proud of it and uh, thankful for it. So we, uh, Bill, you and I talked a little bit whenever I first called you, and I was a little 
I was a little worried you were going to say the same thing you thought about saying to the Department of Conservation when they called you um, when I first called you. But you were nice to me, so I appreciate that. But uh, <laughs> well, I was told to expect a call or two from various people. <laughs> yep. And then right after we talked, I went to your website. I'm a couple of your podcasts, and and I really liked them. I think you guys do a great job, and I hope everybody can appreciate how you dig into your subject matter and. And I, I, I hope I can do this for you on that in that regard and help you. And the people of Missouri have got to hear these kinds of testimonials from individuals firsthand. Yeah, they just got to hear it. You can't read about this in a book. It's just right. It's just not the same thing. It doesn't have the same flavor. And I've I've watched a couple of your podcasts two or three times because I. I might have missed something. They were so interesting. I, you know. Yeah. Do you oh, hear my? I'm, do you hear my head inflating? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we really do appreciate that, Bill. That, that means a lot to us. I mean, that, those well, kind words. T- yeah, it's it's tough business, and uh, 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 and I've had not any direct experience, but I've had some relatives that, that ran some of the same kind of programs in other states, and they're very difficult. And uh, to put the package put together and to flow yeah. from from cast to cast or week to week and uh, got it's hard work. Yeah, well, we don't and say we do a good job at it, but we try. <laughs> we try. We try. We're having fun yeah, with it either I'm, way. You're doing just fine. Let's start and talking about elk again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Uh, so I'm wondering, have you given any thought to? what you're going to try to do as far as um strategy you know, your hunt i mean you know the first season is archery and uh i don't know if you bow hunt anymore but are you going to give that a shot i believe i have i talked actually i talked to my cousin today in uh, down in texas and he said that he is going to come up here and bring his crossbow up i can't pull i can't pull that 60 pound yeah <laughs> less bear anymore and uh uh you know i'm just i'm just not physically able to do it yeah i i have uh and i have bow hunted with it and been successful with it in many years past 50 years ago mm-hmm. but uh i believe i might try the uh the bow hunt this year with crossbow and uh, and uh, i want to make sure that the department knows what i'm doing and right. uh and such uh so yeah, i may good. go ahead and do that because well, we, sometimes we see them now we're going to have you know the deer bow hunts going on at the same time and uh so you do end up with quite a little bit of traffic in the area mm-hmm. but almost all those hunters are are stealth hunters and who are bow hunting yeah. and uh, and it's it's um, and we don't get too many. You don't understand what I mean. It's yeah. There's a, we have enough of a region here, and there's great deer hunting all over this state. You know, right? I, I'm looking for the department to to do some things. I and I've been kind of pounding on them a little bit to do some <coughs> things in the big cities. Yeah. And bow hunting is ultimately a very safe. Uh, sport that is very suitable unless for you're around my metropolitan <laughs> areas 
And uh, so I think that is a worthwhile program. Now, some of the areas don't necessarily care for hunting in general, but we need some education. We need some outreach to children. This is a generational problem. Yep. It's, it's, you know, if you can't convince somebody in the first two minutes, you're not going to problem. They dig in quick. And very true. <laughs> very true. It's, it's just what happens. It, it's true of everything in, in this day and age because everybody is so exposed to everything. So everybody's got that opinion. Yep. And so I think it's a generational problem. I think your program is of outreach is useful to outreach. Yeah. And uh, and and getting kids to look at your podcast, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Well, and, thank you. Uh, well, and to circle back around to that, what you were saying, I, I think uh, I would definitely give that crossbow a shot. Um, I mean, I would guess, you know, crossbows are are legal to use now during archery season. Absolutely. So yeah. I would I would guess you're you would be fine. Yeah. You. They would, oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I I talked to game ranger here, a couple of them, and there isn't any issue there. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, the thing is, I want to make sure, uh, I'm, I'm close. I, you know, I'm used to shooting four or 500 yards and in, in the old days and out and, and farther. Right. And, uh, but here, uh, we're close in tight and, uh, and with the bow, it's the same as, same as the scope and long distance. You, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Right? Yep. And I've got some experience with bow hunting and that is, uh, a combination of both. Yeah, yeah, it's a combination, but you still got the same intensity and and necessity for being proficient at the close range with the bow that mm-hmm. you do with rifle at, at distance. So, um, no doubt, I, I I get it. I I have never wounded an animal animal ever. I, that's and, uh, that's amazing. That's fantastic. I, I mean, that's, well. well Give that animal the respect Patience. it needs. Yep. <laughs> Patience. Patience. And Patience. then I'm I'm guessing if you if you don't get anything with that crossbow, which is a great idea to have your family member bring that up and yeah, you know, let you you know borrow it or whatever and uh, get get used to it. But it, I'm guessing if you don't get anything there, you're gonna go out during rifle and give her absolutely give her hell. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Do so, my very best. So with since you got the landowner's tag. I'm assuming that means that you have to harvest the elk on your land, correct? That's correct. That's correct. Makes oh, okay. See, that's why I didn't makes it even harder that. on Bill than anyone yeah, else. I, I, really. I, I figured he could go. Well, do yeah. you, I mean, do you have a, I'm not, I, you don't have to tell, but I mean, do you have a small piece of ground or do you have enough where you think you'll have a good shot to, you know, get out there and try to find them? Well, I've got 80 acres and, okay. uh, and my I've seen quite a few elk in the region. I might, I will admit, all the drive arounds that I've done just to see the animals in the fall as if I was hunting them, you know, scouting mm-hmm. them in a mm-hmm. sense. I see a lot more uh, in uh, in uh, north of the Peck Ranch. But, uh, you know, that's... That's the luck of the draw. Yep, right. And, and sometimes a person can come up dry. Uh, uh, I'll I'll probably uh, cry like a baby <laughs> if I come up dry because I think it's so important. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm attaching importance to it. Yeah. That truly is not there. 
you know, this is a desire I have to, to just represent uh, other hunters who would l- love to trade places and uh, and to do some, show some honor yeah. to the task yeah. and treat it treat it for what it is. It's it's a privilege, a huge privilege. Yeah. To be yeah. able to hunt these animals in the Ozarks. Yeah. And I we, think we can all agree we appreciate your, your viewpoint on that for you know, as as people not in that area and not able to get that opportunity, it means a lot that it is that is going to someone who it, it does mean that much to. Yeah. And at the same time we we talked to one of the other guys that drew and he mm-hmm. he kinda mentioned that he, he feels like he's got pressure on himself just like you said. And while I can understand that, I mean right. you know, there's a there's five people, and there's probably a lot of people that are talking to you. And I, I know Sam had said that people had reached out to him that he's never talked to. And mm-hmm. while I can understand that you might feel that pressure, um, it, I would I would do my best to just enjoy the 18 days, or is it an 18 days? I think it's two, two, yeah, nine. two nine day. Yeah. Period. Uh, the 18 days you're yep. given, and if you don't if you don't harvest one, you know we've all hunted our whole lives. I mean. It happens. Yep, <laughs> so yeah. you've hunted a lot, oh, yeah. lot longer than we have, and uh, oh, well, yeah, and I've come back empty. Yep, and, <clears throat> and I hunted hard. Yep, and uh, in those days, and still come back empty. And uh, but uh, it's not to be. Yeah, the, you know, the environment, Mother Earth, uh, she's got her own plan. You know. Yep, we're, we're a tad we're a tad superfluous in this situation, in my opinion, yeah. and it is a privilege to have have an experience. <clears throat> yeah. And sometimes it's not successful. That's just bottom line. Hey, the uh, the advantage is if you don't draw, I think you get to apply again next year. Is that isn't that correct about landowners? Yeah, okay. but you, you know this is. This is my shot. <laughs> sure, <laughs> right, sure. Right. You know, but I'm just saying, you never know, right? The odds go way <laughs> down after yeah, this. I'm creeping up on old age. <laughs> you got to take those kind of things into account <laughs> if you can. Yeah. I've, and I've got so many memories, and and uh, they wear thin. It'd be nice to have another great memory to tack on. Yeah, you understand absolutely. what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's the pressure I feel. <laughs> well who would have ever dreamed? that's what hunting is though is is memories you sure. know we've talked about we've all said this before it's not always about the harvest sometimes it's just about the memories you make with the people you're doing those things with and we you know we we uh we wish you nothing but luck and um hopefully you are able to harvest one but either way we'd love to maybe talk to you after you your your hunts and see how it went and the okay. fun stories that you might have uh heck it might just be it might just be seeing an elk for 20 seconds but it was that one chance you right. know that you had and sometimes you know micah you and i last year out in colorado just saw the one one cow for about 30 seconds and, and three cows three cows yeah. whatever it was yeah. <laughs> i didn't cows. see much um you know and while that's all you get, it's still... It made it worth it. Made, it makes it, makes it, it, makes it, it worth it. Part of the experience, yeah. and it carries me back to my grandfather and, and uh, you know, and, and my great-grandfather, who were born in the 1800s, and I, I hunted with them when I was two to three years old. And guess what? 
I don't remember the harvest. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the stories. I remember the jokes. I remember the 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 lighter moments <coughs> and the conversations. The conversations were conversations that I can still say today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yep, <coughs> that's me. the meaning of it. That's all. all right. But but like I say, it's it's the memories, and it's not always the harvest. That's when the work starts with bigger animals. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Uh, so, you, you know, you have to be to to do the justice to the to the hunt. The harvest is going to be hard. It's going to be physical, and it's always going to be difficult. I don't. I never was on a hunt in my life where they hopped in the truck. <laughs> I've been trying and trying, but I agree it just does not happen. (laughs) Never. You know, we're talking, if somebody breaks that code, be sure and make a note of it, please, (laughs) and podcast it, because I want to know. There you go. But when you you cut animals and eight pieces and and you're you're trying to get the lake to be picked up and you're three miles from pickup, walking in the hardest muskeg in the world, I mean, it was difficult to walk in in the world, you better be ready for that. Yeah. That is non-trivial. And uh, uh, it 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 holds in mountains in in the Rockies as well. Yeah, I mean, you never know which mountain you're going to be running up. (laughs) Nope. Has anybody ever tried to put the tailgate of their truck down and just start whistling and see what happens? Whistling, yeah, yeah, (laughs) a couple times. Come out with a cow call and see what happens. Well, Uh, Bill, um, like I, I think I speak for all three of us. Congratulations on getting drawn. Um, I've only known you for, you know, a couple, couple weeks now, but it couldn't have gone to a better landowner. We're, we're excited for you. And we hope that you get that opportunity to, to have to deal with about 700 pounds of meat in front of you. Be awful. <laughs> Just be terrible. Yeah. It? Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate your comments and they are falling on open ears for sure. Good. Okay. Good. Well, thank you. You thank guys you got anything else for Bill? No, I think that's it for me. Good All luck, right. and uh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, let us know what happens. Hope you didn't put the hex on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're good luck. That's, that's, that's all right. we are, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, Bill. We'll talk to you later. Yes, sir. All thank right. you a lot. Bye. 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 How lucky are those guys? Without a doubt. Pretty lucky. Yep. We've said it about, what, <laughs> like 12 times already yeah, on this show? We've said it to each one yeah. of them how we were jealous. And yeah. yeah, so there's a running theme, but that's okay. It's a running theme, and it's it's the truth. That's why we are yeah. we are jealous of them. I'm just super excited to talk to them now after this is all over. That's going to be, I don't know. Yeah, if we didn't scare I'll them off. we waiting on that for a while. If we didn't scare them off, it'd be cool to talk to them yep. afterwards. Yeah. Um, whether they do or don't harvest something, I hope every single one of them does, but... It'd still be cool to talk to them afterwards, you know, like especially Gene and mm-hmm. Sam not being from the area, if they see any, you know, or if they didn't even, you know, they had skunked, which I hope doesn't happen. Right. I hope they're just an elk every day. I want to hear stories. I mean, every oh, yeah. hunt, every trip, same with us, you know, taking our trip that's coming up here, the stories that come back from it, it's, that's what the, that's all about for me, I guess. Yeah. That's my favorite thing is listening to other people's stories. So. It was good, good episode. I thought um, talking to those guys would give everybody a really cool perspective on 
the, the actual – I mean, it's happening. The opportunity. You know, right. it, it's happening in yeah, our state. Right. It, I mean, it's not just – and what's cool is, I mean, Mike, I think you made a comment on our first episode about like, well, everybody, you know, these tags are already spoken for. Right. Well, well I mean, that's what everybody said. Yeah. If, if you got on any of the platforms before they, they actually drew, right? they were saying that it was going to go to, you know – so governor and that's yeah, not what governor, yeah and all that yeah. stuff so yeah. and that's not i mean we these are normal guys we I mean, called these guys up one of them's not 45 minutes from i mean from it's, where we live yeah, yeah it's the other it's dude's awesome. a carpenter and the other i mean and bill the landowner is um he's retired retired he was damn near a, 80 years old yeah. so yep. it's it's really cool um just normal guys like all of us so. and um we wish them nothing but success um Hope every single one of them has a problem packing out a, an elk, and and yes. we'd be happy to try to help them out if if they needed it. <laughs> so yeah. um, we're only a few hours away. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, you guys got anything else? No, I think that'll do it. Just hope they enjoyed our bull session. Yep, there it is. I freaking <laughs> knew it. <laughs> God, holy cow! <laughs> you can't stop making stupid jokes. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. I, All right, guys, give I it a listen. Like Last thing. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, gosh. Qu- Sorry. Rushing Sorry. us off, Micah. How it does connect to our biologist episode, though. Yeah. Listening to, to what he was talking about, and then especially with with Bill there, kind of the resident around it. So. Yeah. You know. He's a big supporter of this program, obviously, based, based on what we listen to. So, uh, which is cool. I mean, yep. You need that support to be able to have this this season happening. Yep. Exactly. So. Sorry. Um, now. Now, now can, can we get off, now Micah? Is it okay? Yes, we can. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks for listening, folks. Catch you later. See ya. Bye.